Welcome to Lowering the Rim. You go to the hole. It's done. We tell them about practice, man. <laughs> We're back. Ian, lowering the rim is back. How do you feel about that? You excited? Well, we I am excited because honestly, I never really went anywhere. I just quit publicizing my thoughts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's exciting season. We're about halfway through the NBA. And we've started the new year, 2022, and a lot's going on. And uh, I think Kyrie Irving got one of his New Year's resolutions. He can actually play home <laughs> games now. Did you know this? You may not even know this. I didn't. I knew. So just give me the short version. I knew he, they had brought him back for away games. They brought him back for away games because it was too heavy of a load for Kevin Durant. And James Harden is still fat. Is that so, really kind of what they're yeah, I mean, I mean without saying it. Yeah, I mean, the Chicago Bulls are number one in the East. That's not supposed to happen. And you're paying Kyrie Irving all that money to sit on the sideline because you're trying to send a message about, well, you can't be half in and half out. And guess what? They said, you know what? Half of you is better than none of you. So come on back. <laughs> and now New York State has said, well, I guess you can play home games. But every home game is going to be a $1,000 fine up to $5,000. And then from there on out, it'll be $5,000 every home game that he plays. Because apparently that's how the science works, Drew, is that if you pay a fine, then I guess you're being more safe in the arena in New York. So I don't know. I, it's 2022. Who knows? I'm learning. So they have to pay. They have to pay. So the Brooklyn Nets have to pay five grand every time Kyrie plays a home game. After they hit the five grand limit, it starts yeah. at a thousand dollars, and then it goes up to two thousand, three thousand for the third home game played, four thousand for the fourth, five thousand for the fifth, and then five thousand from there on out for every home game played. Now there was a story last year about the Brooklyn Nets possibly i don't know allegedly like paying for some of the players girlfriends houses which is totally illegal you can't really do that so i'm sure they're gonna have really? no problem yeah i don't know if that's true or not but that was something that hit the news and i'm sure there's plenty of under the table deals that happen with these players because let's be honest in reality they're worth a lot more than they can be paid because of the salary cap you know i was LeBron gonna James, say LeBron That's, James is worth way more to the franchise than what a franchise can actually pay him. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, cause it from seems that like the, I get it. It seems like the $5,000 fine a game. Well, when it reaches that limit is a, that's an easy fix for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the, the fans are just going to see pretzel prices going way up <laughs> and that's going to cover right. that five grand a game. Yeah. No and, hey, let's, I mean, inflation is higher than it's been in 40 years. It's really, what's five grand these days, Drew? I mean, come on. 
<laughs> What's five, five grand, grand in fiat, Brooklyn? You can handle that's, it. <laughs> no, that's pocket change. I mean, as long as they're not being charged in Bitcoin, they'll be fine. So here's something you you kind of mentioned it, but I did. I wasn't aware of this either. So James Harden is just. He's not the Rockets James Harden anymore? No, he looks a bit out of shape. I mean, they would say it's because it's a nagging injury from a hamstring last year that was bothering him. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's just – it's not quite – I mean, they have tons of talent. and Some nights James Harden looks good, but he doesn't look quite the same as he used to. I mean, it's, some of it – some of it could be fit. Some of it could be not being fit. Some of it could be, um, some of it could be the new foul rules that you know they're trying to get away from the uh, foul baiting, and uh, you know James Harden was obviously the master at that. Uh, so yeah. So bigger picture is, does Brooklyn kind of just have like a big two? Then the big three they tried to get really isn't looking to be to be quite that exactly. Well, I think, you know, I mean, it's it's still the NBA. So talent is all that matters when it comes to playoff time. And it, they have talent. And if they are clicking by the playoffs, if they've got Kyrie, if they've got James Harden, if they've got KD, and they've got a great supporting cast, if all of those things are clicking, they have supreme talent to win games. And the other thing in playoffs is it comes down to isolation a lot. Like the game slows down. It gets yeah. really hard to get buckets. And they have three of the best isolation players in the game. I mean, so that creates a problem. So I wouldn't count the Nets out by any means, um, you know, just because at the end of the day, who has the most talent really matters in the playoffs. And they have a ton of talent. So – yeah, but I mean, so far it's just been uh, it's been a wild ride for them. But in summation, so now Kyrie is greenlit to just he can play any game. Essentially, there's I no guess. trades. I mean, none, none of that's going to happen. No, I don't think so. I think New York basically just said, "Ah, oh, it's fine. You can play. Just it's going to cost you money to play." So, oh, nice. Well, I mean, the NBA. Yeah. Can't, I'm sure they're happy about that. They definitely. Hey. You want stars, right? And it's a star-driven yeah. league. They don't, they, they yeah. don't want to see Patty Mills. They want to see Kyrie Irving. Yeah. So. Actually, Patty Mills has been awesome for the Nets. So maybe they do want to see Patty Mills. Okay, but, well, yeah. uh, Patty Mills. Patty that. Mills. You don't want to see Lamarcus sneakers. Aldridge. You want to see Kyrie Irving. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, nice. So, I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah. So I mean, these are just you know my kind of unfiltered. Uh, casual fan takes, but you've been even more of a casual fan this year. You haven't followed very many games. You haven't watched very many. So some of this is just kind of updating you on, on what, what's, what's happening in the NBA. Do you know about Steph in a shooting slump? That I have heard about. Yes. I've heard that he's just, is this a career low year for him? Like field goal or three point field goal percentage or. Yeah, three. I don't know if it's a career low. I think, but overall, it's definitely the, lower than his average. Like his average yeah. season is not. This. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. He's he's under forty percent shooting threes, and you know I don't have the stats right in front of me. But one of the one of the really unusual stats is like 
his percentage for hitting wide open threes, you know, they, they'll do like contested, tightly contested, uh, you know, three to five feet or like five to eight feet or something like that. So like the wide open threes where somebody's really not near him at all, he has a really low percentage. So they're playing with the new basketball this year. I don't know if you know about that. Some players have complained about that. I don't know if that's the reason they went from what's what's different about it. Well, it's just a different feel. They went from Spalding, which they've had forever, to a Wilson. And uh, oh, so just different brand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it, so maybe it, some subtle differences to the ball, but nothing that would. I mean, no yeah, one else is saying, well, "Hey, the ball is causing me to shoot yeah, less I mean, than expected." Right? Damian Lillard did mention, I think, earlier in the season that he didn't like the the ball but he's going to be out now for six to eight weeks i don't know if you know that he has an abdominal injury that he's getting taken care of and to be honest he might might as well sit out i was going to ask you about uh actually damian lillard and zion williamson because i've noticed that they're just they've disappeared but i didn't know why and i'm sure you you're up on that well Dame has played a little bit on and off, but he's been struggling with an abdominal strain since the Olympics this summer, I believe. And it was just reported, I think today or yesterday, that he's going to be out for six to eight weeks because he's going to get surgery on it, which I think essentially is probably the Blazers. They're not going to do much this year. I mean, they're already pretty far back in the standings and they haven't looked good. I mean, they've looked worse this year than, in the past. And so um, now bigger picture, I'm sure that he really is getting surgery and all that, but bigger picture is this the first domino of him being traded out of Portland or is it just, he just wants I, to. I, yeah. I don't think, I don't think Portland will trade him. I think for him, it's like, Hey, I might as well just get this taken care of now. It doesn't look like we're really going anywhere. I mean, they're 10th in the West. Um, but so they would maybe have a shot to be in the play-in, but they're not even that good. And honestly, San Antonio or Sacramento could overtake them in that 10th spot. And they, they may not <laughs> even get tough. a chance to be in the play-in. <laughs> That's so, tough. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that much is going to happen there. But, but so yeah, it's the more good news, like this season's already kind of in the bag, so I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery done. Yeah, yeah. The good news is, um, you know, Clay Thompson's back, and we've got a splash bro back in the mix. Uh, has he complained about about the ball at all? He has not, and you can <laughs> tell he's a bit rusty. But like, he's only played two games so far, and some of the shots that he gets up, or, or I should say, some of his makes, it's like, oh yeah, Clay Thompson is just a pure shooter. But you can tell, you know, he's still trying to get his legs under him. I'm sure playing in a full-on NBA game, just that intensity. And, you know, it's probably just playing at that speed and pulling up at the speed that they're playing at probably feels a little bit different after having not played. I mean, he hasn't played for, I think, almost two and a half years. It was June of 2019. So, yeah, I mean, we're January 2022. And last time he played was June of 2019. Thanks to uh, Danny Green with what some might say was a bit of a dirty play. But, 
it's great to see the splash grow back and maybe that'll give Steph some confidence. We'll see. So you think he looks, um, he looks like he'll be the same clay. He's just, um, what would you say? He just needs to get his rhythm back from. Yeah. Yeah. I think but other so. than that, and, he looks like, Oh yeah, this is the guy I remember. Yeah. I mean, and in his first game back, I mean, he had a drive, he had a crossover at the three-point line on who was that? It was on a big, um, crossed him over, drove to the bucket and dunked it. Nice. I mean, I was pretty shocked by that. So when he shooting, went up, did you get scared at all that he's coming back well, down on that, on that? Yeah, I mean, every just... time I've seen him <laughs> jump, I get nervous for him. But his first play of the game, um, th- this was against the Cavs. That's who it was. Uh, his first play of the game, they ran a play for him. He caught the ball, I think, at the elbow or the top of the key or something like that and drove to the basket and was had two guys on him and just kind of threw up like this falling away floater at the basket. Uh, and it's one of those where you're watching on TV and you can't quite see where his feet are landing. I think he actually fell down and he's in between two guys. I was like, Oh my gosh, is he, is he injures himself on the first play, but he made the basket and, you know, chase arena went nuts. So oh, I bet cool. if they, they haven't yeah. even seen him play in chase, right? Yeah. It was the first time that he's played in chase. He's never played. Yeah. There. Yeah. 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 So, so the warriors, I think the warriors are, you know, even with Steph struggling, I mean, things are going really well for them. They've got the strength and numbers thing going on again. They've got their core three back together with Draymond, Steph, and Clay. They're second in the West right now. And honestly, I mean, I think I think them, Phoenix, and Memphis, mm-hmm. who they actually just lost to Memphis the other night, the Warriors did. I mean, Memphis looks really good. I'm I'm surprised by Memphis. In fact, they blew the Lakers out a couple nights ago. I think they were up. Did by they really? Almost thirty. They were talking trash, and LeBron was getting so mad. Wow. He was telling them to quit talking trash to him. And uh, did he kick any of them out? Well, you know the king is a little sensitive. Let's be <laughs> honest. He he likes the front run, but when uh, when Ja Morant, Morant and the young Grizzlies do it, he doesn't. He doesn't feel so good about it. So, yeah, now, Grizzlies. Grizzlies are legit. And Jaw, what is this? His like third year? What? Uh, I believe this is Jaw's second year. Oh dang! So year? he's only a sophomore. I, I thought he'd been so. in the maybe, league a little longer than that. Maybe not. Let but. me double check that. I'm pretty sure it's his second year. So he he is like a legit star then now. Like, will he be on the All Star team? Oh is he yeah. That? He will be. Yeah, I mean, I I heard some guys talking about arguing over whether he'll be on the All NBA first team and uh, for the league. You know, so I mean, that's saying, hey, you're in the top. You're in the top five. I mean, he'll. I don't know if he will be. I don't know if he'll be on the uh, All NBA first team or not. So but he okay, can- so he was he was drafted in 2019. Uh, so this is the 21, 22, so, uh, 20. Yeah. So he would have been, so I guess this is third year then, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's third year. It's in the 2019 draft. Still, that's like, uh, he basically became what they thought Trey Young would become. 
Would you say yeah. he's better than Luca even? Like at this point? Well, right now, because Luca is kind of doing his best James Harden impression. He looks a little bit uh, pudgy and out of shape, too. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, John Morant, basically nobody can stay in front of him. He's kind of like a mixture of Allen Iverson and Derrick Rose is what he reminds me of. He's like – he's similar build as like Allen Iverson. I mean, he's a little taller than – but he's like real thin. And he can just cross anybody up. I mean, nobody can stay in front of him. But then his leaping ability is unbelievable. And that's where it's like Jalen Rose. I mean, he's just so explosive. Some of the dunks he'll get are just unbelievable. So he's a lot of fun to watch. I mean, that, that Grizzlies team is a fun team to watch. And they've got – they're a young team. And honestly, I think, I think they're the third – best team in the West right now. In fact, I saw a thing today uh, from Kirk Goldsberry, who has awesome stats. Let me see if I can find it here. Um, yeah, so Kirk Goldsberry posted uh, this thing about the, the Grizzlies that, so since December 1st, they have the number one record in the league. They have the number one net rating in the league, number one defensive rating, number one rebound percentage, number one offensive rebound percentage, number one fast break point per game, number one paints point per game, number one in second chance points per game, number one in opposing second chance point uh, points per game, number one opposing turnover percentage, and number one points off of turnovers. So December 1st to now, they're basically number one in every category in the league. And I think they're on a 10-game win streak or 11-game oh, win wow. streak, something like that. And they're what? They're, are they third in the West or fourth, uh, third or fourth? No, they're uh, fourth in the West, yeah. So they're, um, they're actually, uh, in a sense, they're tied with, with Utah just because of number of games played. I mean, they're fourth in the West, but. Um, if Utah, Utah is 28 and 13, Memphis is 29 and 14. So they've won one more game and lost one more game than, yeah. than Utah. Either way, um, I mean, they're like, you're saying they're the top tier in the West. They're, yeah. Right there. And I would, <clears throat> I think they're, I think they're playing a lot better than Utah is right now. Like, I think they, if they keep this up, I mean, honestly, they could, and I think they could easily end third in the, the West, but, you know, they could go up. They're only three and a half games back from first place. So they could easily move, move up to first place in the West at some point. Yeah. You know? Now I did see the second half of that uh, Warriors Grizzlies game, but they didn't have Draymond either. Right. Yeah. They yeah. Didn't have, they didn't, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, you said, that was Clay's second game. So play second game back and yeah it's Steve Kerr ran out I think 26 different lineups in that game you know and I think I think the Warriors are going to go through a lot of experimentation basically this whole second half of the season with Clay coming back and if Wiseman comes back you know that's a whole nother guy to work in the mix and to be honest with you they have Man, probably 12 guys that you could legitimately throw out there and feel good about or feel good about the possibility of in an NBA game um, on any given night, depending on the matchups, you know. 
Um, even their younger guys, Kaminga and Moses Moody, I think could get some run in some of these games. Probably more so Kaminga than Moody, but um, yeah, they've got a deep team. So I think the Warriors will be fine. I think they're they may lose some more games just because of the experimentation, you know, that they're going to yeah. have to figure out. They're going to have to figure out the lineups they like and all of that. So now to bring that full circle, the Steph shooting slump that you said, is it just because people are so used to how good of a shooter he is that when he shoots like a, when he, it seems like what he's shooting now would still be considered really good for most players, but it's considered when you talk about in terms of staff here, like why is his shooting so poor? Is that an accurate assessment or? Yeah. I mean, yes. If you compare him to just other guys that you think of are like pretty good shooters, like Damian Lillard or James Harden, that sort of thing. He, he's not shooting the three that badly. But I think it's some of the misses where you're like, wow, I'm surprised he missed that shot. Or not seeing him, like, go off, you know, like he'll hit one and then miss two or three and then hit one and miss two or three, where in the past it's like, "Uh uh-oh, Curry's heating up, and it's just this flurry of three or four threes in a row in, like, a span of three minutes. It turns and, into NBA jam real fast. Yeah, <laughs> and we just haven't seen a whole lot of that, to be honest yeah. with you. I mean, I, I, that's been – yeah, I, I think that's – that's it, so it's not just a percentage thing. It's just kind of the look of it. But, again, they've been experimenting with Curry's um, – uh, like when Curry goes in and out of games this year, they've changed that from what it used to be. And so some people kind of speculate that maybe that's what it is, that some of it is the the way that Steve Kerr is playing him, the rotations he's playing him in may be part of that. But I don't know. I'm, I'm sure he'll snap out of it. I think the optimistic side is like, man, the Warriors are second in the West. Curry hasn't been shooting very well for based on his standards for about a month. Uh, they just got clay back and, you know, they have a lot of room to actually get a lot better. So I, you know, I think I wouldn't worry about it too much if I was a Warriors fan. Yeah. This is just regular season yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now do, you, do you know much about the Lakers? Have you have you seen much of what's going on there? Well, I know I did see where <laughs> it's funny. It's not funny because he got injured, but it's funny because it's just it's like I don't. What would you call it? it the fact that it, LeBron was the causation of it, and when he talks about he doesn't need help, the help he does has he takes out. I saw where he pushed some player. Uh, into Anthony Davis, which he's injured. It like, it messed his knee up. I don't really know what happened, but he's out for what, two months or something. I don't know how much I thought it was a month when he got injured or like maybe six weeks or something like that. But I haven't heard a timetable for when he's coming back, but I don't think it's, you know, I, I, he's, I think he should be coming back sometime soon, you know, but I guess the short answer is I've heard that, Anthony Davis is out, and I've heard that Russell Westbrook is just not really a good player anymore. And yeah. so that's yeah. that's part of 
their struggle, right? Is that right? Uh, surprise, surprise. Russell Westbrook isn't that good. Man. <laughs> now, do they have any, like, supporting cast, any good players? Or No, they've traded everyone for Russ because yeah. Anthony Davis and LeBron said that they wanted him. And, wow, they're, I just – I don't know what they can do to. Yeah, I guess the right the ship. Yeah, GM because, LeBron is failing. G or LeBron the player. I guess. Yeah, the one thing I I kind of saw it at the beginning of the season that really didn't make sense to me is that not only did they get Russell, which I would have not made that move, but they got Carmelo and they got Trevor Ariza. It's starting to be like. They kind of look like Brooklyn Light, where they're getting all these guys that if you had them in 2013, you would have been a really good team, but it's 2022. Well, 2021, then it's like these are all just old players. What this is not a championship roster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's they definitely, it, the construction of it is not, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, especially for, what won them the ring, um, what some might call the Mickey Mouse ring, I guess, because it was in Disney World. Uh, when they won the ring in the bubble, like that team was just constructed very differently and the identity of the team was very different. And yeah, now it's like a lot of older guys who have had great careers, but it doesn't really seem like it makes sense together. Um, Russell Westbrook definitely does not make sense. I mean, if there was a way to take his salary and split it up for some, yeah, like, like three younger, guys or something, yeah, yeah, younger guys that made more sense around LeBron, it's, especially because yeah. he kind of plays the same role as LeBron. Like they both want to have yeah. the ball in their hands, running point. Yeah. So that doesn't really seem like a good fit. And he can't yeah. shoot the three, which is. You know, LeBron is known for give me a bunch of three-point shooters and I'll play the point guard. So that also doesn't really fit. Oh, and they got DeAndre Jordan, too. Again, it's just like these guys would have been good back in the, you know, 10 years ago or eight years ago, but this team is kind of old now. Yeah. Well, not kind of. They are old, yeah. Yeah, so LeBron had a tweet at the beginning of the year that keeps getting recirculated because, I mean, the Lakers are only – let's look at where they're at. So they're seventh in the West. They're okay, 21, so still in the playoffs. Yeah, but they're 21 and 20. So, I mean, honestly, they're only basically a game back from being the ninth seed. Um, which would put them in the play-in tournament. I mean, right now they'd be in the play-in tournament, but they'd they'd just have to win one out of two games. You know, if you're in the ninth seed, you have to win two games in a row even just to make the playoffs. So, I mean, they're not in great territory. But this tweet that keeps coming back up that LeBron tweeted at the beginning of the year was because at the beginning of the year when people saw the moves that were made, getting Russell Westbrook and then Trevor Ariza and then Carmelo and, you know, Dwight Howard and LeBron. Oh, they have Dwight uh, too. I forgot. Him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like <laughs> once again, it's, it's a lot of, a- <laughs> it's a lot of all-stars and future hall of famers who really, you know, uh, some, 
let's just say this. They've got some guys who have put up some great stats over the course of their career. But other than LeBron, none of them have really won much. Hey, Dwight Howard was an MVP. Uh, yeah. Back in 2008. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's LeBron's tweet. I don't know if you ever heard this, but it says, uh, keep this was before. I think this is at the very beginning of the season. Okay. Keep talking about my squad, our personnel age, our personnel's ages, the way he plays, he stays injured. We're past our time in this league, et cetera, et cetera. Do me one favor, please, in all caps with four exclamation points. And I mean, please, in all caps, with three exclamation points, prayer hands. Keep that same narrative, all caps, energy, when it begins. That's all I ask. Hashtag thank you and the king's crown emoji. Okay. This is my follow-up question for that, for you. Yeah. Are there, because I know that this is sort of trade deadline season, are there any rumors swirling around about possible trades that are going to happen, i.e. the Cavaliers-type situation? I think they're definitely trying to do that, but I think all of the GM, you know, media experts are saying – who are you going to move? Are you going to move Russell Westbrook? Nobody wants that contract and nobody wants him. Are you going to move Anthony Davis? That would be odd if you moved Anthony Davis. Boy, um, that would be some crazy irony if they I they yeah. they won't do that. There's no way. After yeah. everything they gave up to get him and he forced his way out, there's no way they're going to trade But him. Those, are, those are their only two big ticket items, really. And yeah, I, mean, I get one, your point. They have no one else to the offer one that up you on need to move, <clears throat> The one that you need to move is Russ, Russell Westbrook. It's, it's very obvious. Everyone sees it. Everyone saw it before they got him. I don't know what, I don't know what <laughs> LeBron was thinking by wanting to get Wes, Russell Westbrook. Oh. Um. And they traded some good pieces for him. I mean, they gave up KCP, Kyle Kuzma, and Montrez Harrell. You, all three of those guys would be so much more valuable on the Lakers. And the other thing the Lakers did that people are really bummed about is they didn't give Caruso a contract to stay, and he was really part of their defensive identity. And he's, like, killing it and. and with the bulls the bulls are number one in the east and he's part of that he's part of the reason why they're number one and they didn't want to pay him because it would put them it's not that they didn't want to give him the contract that like the bulls were going to give him it's that the giving him that contract meant they were going to have to pay more in luxury tax and they weren't willing to pay the luxury tax to keep him but it's a big big mistake i mean he's been a big loss for them and that Bulls team, doesn't it have another former Laker on it? That uh, yeah, is it has cr- crucial Ball. to their success. Yeah. I mean, if I'm a Lakers fan, oh, and if I'm a I, Lakers I, fan I, watching this happen to my team, I'd be very upset. And uh, Oh, and you know who else is killing it? Is Kyle I was Kuzma. just going to say, Kyle well, Kuzma I was going like, to say, isn't Brandon Ingram on fire right now? Oh, also yeah. former Bra- Lakers? Yeah, Brandon Ingram is like KD Light. I mean – it's so if they to... would have just been patient 
Yeah. They, I mean, that that's a squad right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if you go back and retrace some of the moves, you could have built this team in a very different way that probably would have looked better. I mean, I guess it looks like LeBron, they drafted really well, huh? But then they just traded yeah. all those, all, oh, yeah. everyone I they mean, drafted. D'Angelo Russell really thrived outside of LA. Um, Brandon Ingram, obviously, Lonzo Ball, um, Kyle Kuzma has. Caruso. Um, Caruso. Who am I thinking of from the Knicks? Who's their guy? Uh, he hasn't had a good year this year, but. Oh, Julius Randle? Um, Julius Randle. Like, yeah, last year he was, he was doing awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those are all guys that they, they had on their team. And, Man, you know, that is amazing. Yeah, so it's LeBron's putting up crazy numbers, but I mean they're just getting crushed. Like the other night, he had crazy numbers against the Grizzlies. I think he had thirty plus points and a triple double, and they they were getting beat by twenty plus points most of the game. You know what so, I mean? It's like yeah. So, and so in NBA guess, Twitter, guess what is narrative not... is back up. <clears throat> LeBron doesn't have enough help. And NBA Twitter is not circulating in sort of trade possible trades that it sounds no. like nothing I mean, really the, could happen the lakers are floating stuff out there like i saw something today was like the lakers are interested in gary trent jr oh like leak, they're leaking their own yeah yeah, yeah. trade rumors I, yeah yeah and somebody said yeah i've expressed interest in zendaya too but uh it doesn't really work that way <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, So, anyways, that's the Lakers. I mean, who knows? I don't put it past LeBron, like similar to the Nets. I wouldn't put it past them to figure something out. LeBron and AD in the playoffs still is, you know, potentially a problem. Um, And who knows? I mean, if Trevor Ariza can turn back the hands of time and if Carmelo can be like, spot up shooter off the bench and if they find a few pieces to replace Russell Westbrook with they could be back in business I I wouldn't put it past them but man it just seems like such a mountain to climb right now and if they can't move Russ I honestly I don't know that they're really going to do much in fact some have speculated because the Cavs are so awesome this year hey maybe LeBron needs to try to make his way back to the Cavs maybe that's his (laughs) best chance (laughs) Which would be just hilarious if that the return of the return of the return. If okay, take take salary caps out of it. If you could get somebody onto the Lakers to be like LeBron's number two, who would you who would you put on that that team? Uh, Like who is a who is a again removing the salary because obviously that's the biggest component, but just erase that for a moment. What would be the, I guess the most fun or the, a, like a good fit out of guys that really are in situations that they could leave. You know, it's not like their situations so, going anywhere. Do you mean, do you mean a realistic person? What I mean, realistic, but my what I'm trying to say is like obviously someone like Steph Curry isn't going to be that because he's in a good situation. So somebody who's yeah. really good, but their situation is just yeah, it's not going anywhere. 
<laughs> well, there's rumors floating about the Celtics maybe wanting to move Jalen Brown. I think that's the type of guy that fits perfectly for the Lakers, but I don't see how they would get him. I mean, the Celtics yeah. aren't going to want Russell Westbrook, you know, so yeah. how did, how would you get Jalen Brown, you know, but, but that's the kind of guy that is perfect fit le- for LeBron. You need a guy okay. who is younger, athletic, plays tough defense, can hit threes, can drive to the basket, you know, is a, is a great role player, but, you know, basically – can just modify and do whatever is needed off of LeBron. I mean, LeBron teams are have to be LeBron centric. And yeah. so you need guys who are going to bring the defensive intensity and be willing to hit a spot up three or cut to the basket and catch a lob or, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. My first thought was like Damian Lillard, something like that, but I didn't, why are the Celtics yeah. trying to get li- rid of Jalen Brown? I thought him and, well, Tatum they're not having were like a, were they one and two? Yeah, they're not having a good season, so I think it's it's more of a panic. I don't know that they're trying to get rid of him. I think there's just discussions on do we need to break up Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and construct this team a little bit differently around Jason Tatum. I think it has more to do with that. I don't know that it's necessarily the right move. Um, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I just don't know what the Lakers are going to do. This is how bad it is with Russ. So you know how the on TNT those guys do Shaq and a fool. Yeah, there was one night where you know Shaq is doing his top five Shaq and a fool things, and he gets to number one, and it's Russell Westbrook, and he's like, Ernie. Russ had three Shaq and a fool moments in one game. And they show these three moments from the same game of just Russ doing, you know, clanking. A, he tried to bank shot, you know, his little like mid-range bank shot and like hits the top of the backboard. He's dribbling up the court with nobody really on him, like crossing half court and dribbles it off his foot. And then he did something that there was one other thing that he did, but that was all in one game. It's like, oh, this is a disaster. And, of course, LeBron has the worst body language. He's just, like, hands on his hips, head down, can't believe what's going on, so frustrated with the team. Ian, the crown is heavy, man. Your head would be down, too. The crown is heavy. <laughs> okay, heavy I is got, the head. Who wears I the got uh, two MIAs I want to go, uh, ask you, and then I want to know you want to talk you think. about Miami. <laughs> Miami is sneaky. Don't, don't sleep on Miami. They may show up in the playoffs. Kyle Where's, Lowry is a playoff player. Why is Victor Oladipo not playing? What happened there? Because they still have him, correct? Yeah, they still have him. He's still injured. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that dude's ever going to come back. But What was his injury? Would he tear the Achilles or something? Oh, I don't know. He had a quad injury for a while that was similar to Kawhi's. That Mm. was like real long. long I don't know if it's like a detached quad or stuff or something, but. um, I don't know what's going on with him now. Are they missing Jimmy Buckets too, or is he – He's been in and out throughout the year. I mean, he's, you know, uh, he, I haven't watched a ton of Miami, but from what I can tell, it's like some nights he's, you know, got it and other nights he doesn't. But he's another one where, 
You think he's him. just kind of coasting till they get to the yeah, I the playoffs. I kind of would think so. And you know, Spolster is an awesome coach. Bam Adebayo, Lowry, uh, Jimmy Butler. I mean, those guys I think are gamers when it comes to playoff time. And Tyler Hero is playing well. I mean, the guy who hasn't played as well for them that was really good, like especially in the bubble when they went on that run, is um. Oh, what's his name? They call him Jimmy Neutron. The guy from, uh, 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 from Michigan. Duncan yeah, Robinson? Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson, yeah. yeah or no, he, I, Nate Robinson. It, no, no, yeah, Duncan, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Nate Robinson. Robinson's 5'8 yeah. dunk champion, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> got knocked out by – who was that? Jake Paul? Bro got put know. to sleep in a boxing match. <laughs> Oh no, that's not so, Nate. Is it really? Yeah, Nate Robinson. He fought that guy. Oh my! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I oh, didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, check wow. out that YouTube highlight. Pretty so, sad. where <laughs> where is Ben Simmons and where is Zion Williamson? Because I don't hear about them at all anymore. Yeah, so Ben Simmons, man, it's just like a game of chicken. We just it's a standoff. Um, Over what though? He doesn't want to play there. Doesn't want to be a 76er. Doc Rivers oh, he's just Joe- he's just sitting out because he wants traded. Yeah. And he has four years left on his deal. He has a max wow. deal. Four years left. It's the ultimate test. And they're still paying. They still pay him. They paid him. They're I think they're paying him son, but he's been fined a lot. I think I mean it's up in, into the millions that he's been fined. But it's been dicey because you know, he started doing some stuff with the team and then he was getting fined for some stuff. And then he said, Hey, it's a mental thing. Why I can't play. And so that gets tricky because they don't want to stigmatize mental illness, you know, but then people are also like, is it really a mental illness thing? Or you just don't want to play and you're using that. So it's just a standoff. I honestly have no idea what's going to happen. The latest news on it is that they want to pair, um, Tobias Harris with Ben Simmons and some sort of a package, but that's a ton of money. I think it's like around eighty million a year or something like that for both of them. And no team is interested, or no. Yeah. I mean the mark the market has just gone way down on Ben Simmons, but yeah, probably yeah, I mean, Tobias really, as well. He's probably overlooked yeah. it as overpaid now. I'm sure. Yeah, he's like a more youthful Carmelo. Is what it feels like. Mm. So. But, yeah, Zion, he's out uh, with an injury, and uh, the internet is making fun of him because he appears to have exceeded the 300-pound mark, uh, which is not a great sign for him. Uh, so, yeah. But he hasn't he hasn't played at all, right? No. What's the injury? Season. Was it like an off-season injury or something? I Honestly, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it's a foot, something with his foot. I don't know when it happened. Maybe in the end of last season or something. He came out of a shoe again or something? Or? Yeah, I don't know. Jordan needs to get on that. He needs <laughs> to get he needs to get his weight down. That's what he needs to do. So you think talk to Charles Barkley and figure out how to get <laughs> get that weight under control. Uh, wow. So who do you think is gonna be um, all stars? Oh, I don't, I don't even know. I mean, for the East and the West. Yeah. 
I mean, well, let's do West. Yeah, off the top of my head, I mean, it's going to be hard. Uh, you know, I'm I'm too what much is- of a casual fan to be able to tell you. So it'll be, um, you know, Steph, Nikola Jokic, LeBron, uh, uh, Chris Paul will probably be in there. Uh, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, John Morant, Luka Doncic. I don't know if Paul George will be in there. Um, Has he been struggling? Because Kawhi's not well, there? He's, no, he's been out. He's been out with an injury. Oh, he's injured. Man, what is this the yeah. year of injuries? What's... Yeah, Draymond <clears throat> Green will probably be. I mean, Rudy Gobert will probably be. Um, I don't Wait, know. Wait, so I mean, if, I... if Paul George is out and Damian Lillard is out and Clay Thompson is out by disqualification. Yeah. Due to absence, um, are there any like dark horses that could What's get that? in? Are there any dark horses that could get in that would normally, you know, those spots would be taken up by some of those? Like even I don't Anthony know. Davis probably won't be in, right? Because he's just injured. He, he might. I mean, I honestly, I'm not the best person to ask about because I just don't care about All Star. It just is so. I, it's always confusing to me who makes it and who doesn't because they do the media vote and then the fan vote, which is totally rigged. And then the, uh, it seems like they vote. It seems like they both are kind of rigged, aren't they? The, well, the fan vote definitely. Cause it's just, yeah, it's just mass voting for yeah any yeah, number I mean, of reasons. The media Zaza, vote also Zaza Pachulia, Zaza Pachulia at one point had like the most votes for all-star when he was with the Warriors. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I all star is you're talking to the wrong person about that because I really just don't care about it that much. <laughs> so Ian, what do you care about? You I care, just about, care about I just care about getting buckets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now you it's true you're get, a pickup legend, is that correct? It's, it's all about getting buckets. Driveway legend. Uh yeah. I think you're undefeated in in the driveway. Driveway legend. Yeah, yeah, that's what I remember anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm undefeated against my little bros in the driveway. It helped that I was quite a bit bigger. It's also (laughs) true that you completely copied MJ's shot. I shouldn't even say copied. You mastered it so that no one could, even to this to this day, no one can block your shot because you do the fadeaway from the elbow. I and wouldn't no say no one can block that without I wouldn't fouling. Say, <clears throat> I wouldn't say no one, but you probably have to be above six six with a longer wingspan to block my fadeaway. And even then, it's coming close to foul because you're falling back pretty far. Yeah, and they're yeah. going to have to kind of get into you. <clears throat> yeah, but I've played against some young guys who are. Uh, like now, you know, that I played against now younger guys who are playing some sort of college sport. And, uh, yeah, it's, I, I don't have the ability to compete with those kind of guys. They, they just have the speed, the burst. Yeah. I mean, they're just, their reaction time is so good. So, yeah. but anyways, this isn't a pod about my, uh, my glory days in basketball legend. But let's, let's wrap up with rapid fire questions. What are your, what are your rapid fire like need to know things about the NBA? Uh, what's just give me a percentage of the likelihood that LeBron goes back to Cleveland 
Oh man, that's a good, yeah, I would say like, you mean after this year or just at some point? No, no, like this year, trade deadline. Oh, you mean in the season? What's a per- what's the percent chance? Yeah, that there's a zero percent chance. That okay. What's year. the percent chance that Kyrie gets to play the rest of the season? No more of the. You can only oh, play certain games. A hundred percent. He's gonna. Okay, play so team. he's back all the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's the percent chance that uh, Detroit makes the playoffs? Zero uh, percent. They're horrible. Dang. Sorry, Nick. R.I.P. Nick to now. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any other ones. Um, what's the percent chance that Kawhi comes back this season? Is he coming back? Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. Are they? Um, I don't know the, when. Are they in playoff contention or no? Yeah, they were doing really well until Paul George got hurt and they've slipped. But I honestly, I don't think they'll be in the play-in tournament. I think they're they're in play-in standings right now, but I think they'll be in the top six teams. Assuming Paul George comes back soon, which I think he should. I think he maybe only had another couple weeks or something. And um, And if Kawhi comes back before the end of the season, which I think, I'm I'm pretty sure that he he'll be back before the playoffs. You know that could bump them up towards the end of the season too. So, yeah, they're they're in the eighth spot, but they're only a half a game back from the Lakers and the Nuggets, and only two games back from the Mavericks. So basically, going back to what I was saying before, Phoenix, Golden State, Utah, and the Grizzlies are clearly at the top. I think the Jazz are frauds, though. I don't think they're really going to be do much in the playoffs. I just think they're a great regular season team. But after that, there's a huge drop off. So the fifth seed is like, uh, let's see, five and a half games back, you know, and then all those teams are kind of from five to nine are really clumped together. So Clippers are fine. They'll be fine. Denver could really jump up too. like if Jamal Murray comes back, I could see them making a arise but we'll see okay last question what team does ben simmons end up on oh that's well he said today that the teams he wants he's interested in are golden state and uh, i'm blanking on the other one this is a quote from him or his agent or something yeah just it came out in the talks uh let's see here uh, Ben Simmons. Oh yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what, what the other team was. Um, yeah, sorry. I'm blanking on it, but, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's something that I don't, I can't, I can't find what other teams he's interested in. Some other teams that have been speculated are the Hawks and the Kings as possible trade destinations, but I don't know what team. So the team that I would guess that he ends up on would be the Kings. I think the Kings are the team that could make it happen. Wow. Uh, When I hear you say that out loud, that just sounds like he'll go to the Kings and then refuse to play for them too. No, I think as long (laughs) as he can go to a place, I think he wants, he wants to be like Giannis basically. He wants to find, 
his version of the Milwaukee Bucks where he can basically be the big man ball handler, defensive stopper, and facilitate for the rest of the team. Interesting. If he wanted to be like Giannis, he'd show up for work right now. That's what Giannis would yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't Giannis, think that's what that's Giannis what people has say. Been nothing is, but loyal. Yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't have the mentality that Giannis has. So yeah, Bucks man, they'll, they'll be tough in the playoffs. We didn't really talk about them, but I mean, Giannis is still doing awesome, and so. They still would you say they're number one in the East? Like to, I would, to come out of the East, that's I the would most bet, chance. I would <clears> bet they're they'll come out of the East. I mean, I think the Nets have the highest uh ceiling from the standpoint of like if they if they got everybody clicking, you know, they could just run teams out of the gym with how many points they can score. But I think the Bucs are a better constructed team with like roles and how the balance of the chemistry and all that sort of thing. And I don't trust that yet with the, with the Nets. I just, you know, we haven't seen it for what, two years, you know? So. Yeah. They've just kind of, they've had a lot of in and out with their players and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, there we are. We're back. We took a claycation. <laughs> Once Clay got injured, we we gave it the deuces, but we're back. Clay's back. Um, and yeah, lowering the rim. We're gonna do this again. Spotify. You can find us on Instagram. Lowering the rim. All right. Just two guys. Just two brothers. Just talking hoop ball. Just a few casuals chatting about hoops. That's really yeah. all. That's Casual lowering, fans. That's, that's really the spirit of lowering the rim. Because when you were a kid, you lowered the rim so that you could do what the pros do. And essentially, this is just two casual, normie basketball <laughs> fans giving their hot takes that are maybe a little bit below the rim. I don't know. <laughs> nice. I love it. All right. Until next time, Ian, we will chat. All right. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of Lowering the Rim. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lowering the Rim. And feel free to email us your fan questions, loweringtherim at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.